0: Episode 50 is here, everybody, 50 episodes deep, and I am so excited about it because I was joined by Leah Hester, and Leah is on her way off to college, going off to San Diego State University, and uh, the world is hers, the world is her oyster like we talk about, and it's amazing to be at that point in your life to uh, have the insight that she has, which you'll, you'll see what I'm talking about throughout the episode, but to, to be so in tune with her emotions and her surroundings and what she wants from life, and really honest and insightful and uh, fantastic conversation that I had with Leah today. So really appreciate her coming on, and uh, you can click the links in the episode notes to follow along her journey on Instagram, and uh, we will undoubtedly be seeing Leah all over the world, over the next 10 years, if I was a betting man. So, without further ado, please enjoy this very insightful conversation with Leah Hester.
1: The Optimal Life.
0: Let's well, just dig into it. What's going on? How's life treating you? I haven't seen you, and I keep up with you on your social media. I don't see you anymore.
1: I know. Life is great. Um, I can't complain. Can never complain. Happy mm-hmm. to be alive. But it's a lot of new changes and adaption right now because I'm going to school soon.
0: Right. going right. to be a
1: freshman. Where are you going? San Diego State.
0: You're really doing it, I'm huh? I'm really doing Pulling it. Pulling the trigger. Going yeah. out.
1: Going out to Cali wow. out west. It's always been my dream. Yeah. So I'm very, very excited. Um, when do you leave? I leave August 22nd
0: mm-hmm. and
1: move in August 24th. So I'll Jeez. be in the dorm life, which... <laughs> what
0: What is it like out there when you've gone to visit? What's, what's campus like? What's the city like?
1: So it's southern, southern California. I mean, San mm-hmm. Diego, it's like you can't get much more south. So it is obviously beautiful. The weather is impeccable. Um, the campus is very like... It reminds me... It's, Span- it's Spanish, Aztec-y theme. The mm-hmm. mascot of San Diego State is a Aztec warrior. So it kind of looks like when- if you're in Florida or, like, Mexico, like, it looks like Pueblos, almost like the um, buildings are white with, like, the orange roof. Like a
0: little bit like Cleveland or? uh,
1: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Complete
0: opposite. Exactly
1: like Cleveland.
0: (laughs) So you went from Chicago, right? You came here from Chicago a few years back, right? Yes. How did you get, how did, when did you come here from Chicago? Were you in Chicago your whole life and when did you come to Cleveland?
1: I was. So I Mm -hmm. was born and raised in Chicago in a suburb about 25 miles north of the city called Highland Park. It was very beautiful. But once I left, I realized that it was felt like a bubble because it's the north suburbs of Chicago, and right. everyone's kind of very similar. And it's a great, great place to live, great home base, great place to raise kids. But I'm happy for the experience of moving. I came to Cleveland in eighth grade. Okay, I that's was, a tough
0: age to move. It was right. You're what 14? Get yeah, I was like
1: 13, 14. It was a yeah. really tough age to move. So. I came here and started school, and it was really interesting. It was definitely very, very different um, race wise, academic wise, everything. Race wise, like how?
0: Just more diversity here?
1: So much more diversity in Cleveland. Mm -hmm. Like, if I'm going to be honest, I went to a high school, I would have been going to a high school in Chicago with about 500 kids per class. And wow. out of the 500, there were only a handful, like 5 to 10, that were African American. And then I moved to Ohio, and 45% of my school was African American. Right.
0: So you go from 1% one or 2% to 45%.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And I didn't mind it. It was awesome. At first, I was very surprised because I didn't know what I was getting into. I was young at the time. Right. My parents couldn't really debrief me. Mm-hmm. But it was cool.
0: You know what? That exposure to the diversity, because I went to Brush. I went to yeah. Brush here in, in Cleveland. The, the exposure to that kind of diversity, I think, is so huge. For me, it was. I, I never went to private school. And I loved being exposed to people from all walks of life. Because for me, it, it just made me more comfortable when I got out into college and into the real world. You understand how to interact with people. We all come from different backgrounds. If you're sheltered away at a private school... It's great. Yeah, it's going to get you. Maybe maybe you have a better chance to go to an Ivy League college. But in life, where is it going to really get you?
1: Where? Where is it I've, going to get you? I've always believed that someone could graduate from Tri-C or someone could graduate from Stanford. Mm-hmm. And the person that graduates from a school that's not an Ivy League or not a Big Ten school could be so much more successful because it's not really about... What you learn in school, or if you got straight A's, it's something you're born with. If you're if you're smart, if you're street smart, if you're good with people, your emotional intelligence.
0: Absolutely, we talk about that on this podcast all the time. Emotional intelligence, being able to interact with people, being able to relate to people. You're shaking your head. People are like you're like hell yeah. This is that's what it's all about. Exactly. It's not about the A's and B's. No, it's not. I mean, no. the A's and B's will get you to a certain point. Like okay, you're you're smart enough now. You can go to San Diego State. Okay, you graduated now. You can go on into the workplace and get a job. That's 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 all just a minimum requirement type stuff. How exactly. do you handle yourself? How do you interact with people? Like you said, social intelligence, social awareness, um, knowing how to feel people out. Those are the ones. Those people are the most successful. One
1: hundred. You look at
0: those bookworms. Like those kids that are brainiacs, but they don't know how to talk to people. No
1: street smart.
0: Unless they become like the next Mark Zuckerberg or they're yeah. coding or doing something with science. Right. They're going to struggle or in life. En-
1: engineering, I mean, but.
0: I always said I'd rather take street smarts any day of the week over book smarts. Any day. Any day. Any
1: day. Like I feel blessed that I actually got to move from Chicago to Cleveland. And it's made me fearless. Like where, what? Obviously that's not the biggest change in the world. I could be going to a different country. But right. it's it was something. And now I really am not scared to move because I loved the change, the new environment, the new people. It, it was just like so exciting. Mm-hmm. As much as it got stressful at times, especially being that age, being young, trying to fit in, it was – it shaped me into the person who I am. So
0: what do you want to do? What do you want to do with your life?
1: I – so at first – I'm not a big believer in a degree. It's a piece of paper that says you graduated. It What what does that mean? Like So at first I wanted to go to school and I wanted to major in philosophy. This whole year I've wanted to major in philosophy. I took a course in high school. I absolutely love it. I think it puts the whole world into perspective and it like gets rid of the little things like business and finance and it just kind of was so intriguing to me. And I got kind of shut down by everyone around me about it. Really? Saying that what degree or what job is that degree going to get you? Where is philosophy going to take you? You're just going to end up teaching philosophy. And I said, I understand that. There's more helpful degrees in the job like for post-college when Mm -hmm. I'm looking for a job. But... It's not what it's about to me. Like we just, it's discussed, it's emotional intelligence. And I just, that, if that's, what's interesting to me is philosophy, then that's what I should pursue because if I love it, then I'll do well in it.
0: 100%. And I don't know, have, have they, those people, those naysayers, have those people ever considered that maybe a philosopher ends up having tremendous impact with the technology these days, leveraging your, your social awareness, your, your social uh, media accounts? And being able to impact people and having the network that you already have created. Uh, from It seems like you've got quite a network already from your friends from Chicago, your friends from Cleveland. Obviously, you're going to make a whole new world of relationships in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Those experiences, your philosophy. What, what about being able to reach people in, in that, in that uh, arena of self-improvement, self-help, self-awareness, self-discovery? And philosophy is all part of that.
1: Exactly. So what if
0: you end up building a whole brand around that and you're living on your on your island one day going, yeah, philosophy must exactly. not have right? And look <laughs> at
1: me now. but And that's what I'm hoping for. I mean, I could go into entrepreneurship because mm-hmm. I don't want to have a boss. I want to be my own boss. So I could go into entrepreneurship and learn about that. And I'm definitely considering it. Mm-hmm. Well, you've
0: kind of done that already a little bit with the, the clothing line, right?
1: Exactly. So I did start a clothing line called Lee's Tees. Mm. Um,
0: leaves teas. I like that. It's got a little ring to it. Exactly, it rhymes. Can't so forget that one. It right like that.
1: Right. So I would get a bunch of collegiate sweatshirts, and I would get fabric and flannels, and I taught myself how to sew. And really, I would sew them together, and so my margins were very, very. You're
0: doing the whole thing by yourself. The yeah, whole production,
1: whole thing by myself. Wow and i would profit from it i'd go to ohio state i would go to sororities there and fraternities and set up my clothing and Mm -hmm. people would love it because it's one of a kind
0: yeah no it's good stuff i've seen what you put what you put out there you're doing all those shirts by yourself Mm -hmm. where can people go buy those
1: so i don't have a website because i never got that serious with it because aside from that i did have other jobs and school to Mm -hmm. focus on and Things to do, but I take orders off Instagram, off social media, and I would have shows at my house where people could come over and a rack would be set up.
0: Ah, uh, gotcha. And people gotcha. can come shop. It's great. Yeah. You know, having that experience is invaluable. Before you go off mm-hmm. to school, when I went off to college, I had none of this kind of stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: First of all, there was none of the... The internet was kind of still young. There was no social media. There weren't these opportunities out there. And um, when I went off to college, I was, I had no idea what I wanted to do. I had no clue. I went off to Miami, Ohio, very immature, not like this, not like you. I mean, much more emotionally unaware, Mm -hmm. much more uh, less focused, not not really, I didn't care what next year held, or next week or next month or whatever. I was just like, I'm just gonna live in the moment, drink, party you know i'm i'm finally away from everything around right. here i'm going away i'm living on my own and i was just lost i was completely lost so yeah. when i see talk to people like you and we've known each other for a couple of years and i see that you've always you've always seemed to have um a real understand like a a legit understanding of of what you want what you're focused on and that's why i thought it'd be cool to bring you on here
1: yeah i mean and don't get me wrong, I was very different throughout high school. I'd be a sophomore, junior, and at lunch when everyone was eating and talking and talking about drama and fighting, I'd be reading a book about emotional intelligence by, like, you know, Dan Goldman, mm-hmm. Emotional Intelligence, the t- Emotional Intelligence 2.0. That
0: orange book?
1: Right? That it's orange right? book, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The Subtle Art of Not Giving Up. There you go. Leap.
0: Well, you can say fuck on this. Yeah, podcast. so I'm a not, lot not giving fuck. a fuck. <laughs> All
1: right. It was a great book. Yeah, um,
0: yeah. I think you told Yana about it because Yana started reading it, too. Yeah, yeah so I did. Yeah,
1: I, I think Yana ordered it. Yeah. I yeah, love I've, I've that. Seen
0: it, I've seen it collecting dust on our, on our drawer, in our dresser <laughs> up there. Uh, so, what was life like? At, you're off to San Diego, right? Do you know anyone that's going with you?
1: So, I don't know anyone out in San Diego anyone at san diego state however i did meet my roommate already Mm -hmm. she's from northern virginia so she's really going cross country which i thought was so cool green flag i was like i love that she's adventurous she reached out to me um she's half persian and half chinese so she's very cool different looking like none of like no friends i've ever had and she's very outgoing and That fun. diversity thing, see? Exactly. It's,
0: it's fun. It's a good thing.
1: It, it yeah. really opens my about mind. And
0: you learn about people's backgrounds that way. You come from uh, maybe Hawking or a private school, you might be a little less open-minded.
1: Oh, 100%. Yeah. I, I never really got along with the private school kids around here mm-hmm. because I just have a different mindset, I think.
0: What was it like going through high school? I imagine like a good-looking girl like yourself... All the guys are probably just, you could tell us the truth, dude. Don't be, don't be too humble. There. <laughs> don't be humble. Tell us what it was like. I mean, you're, let's be honest. You're a good-looking girl. You come here from Chicago in eighth grade. People are like, who's the new girl, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Who's the new girl? And then, it, so you probably had some challenges of, first of all, making, maybe making some new friends because you're the new girl. You're the new pretty girl that came from Chicago. So the girls might be a little bit, right, defensive. And the guys are, so what, what's that like?
1: Making girlfriends here was the hardest and probably to this day has been the hardest thing that I've ever had to try and do. Because in Chicago, I grew up with them. They were my friends since almost birth. How could they ever leave my side? But when I moved here, yeah, I mean, the older guys were...
0: Like seniors as you were a freshman, right? Exactly. And
1: I actually always had a boyfriend. And I always was like, no, stay away from me. Like... I love my boyfriend, blah, 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 but it, it, was, it was hard, and I think the reason I always had boyfriends is because, throughout high school, is because the girls weren't friendly to me, and they didn't accept me, and they got very territorial, mm-hmm. and didn't like the new face. How
0: did
1: you handle that? I honestly didn't really care. I would never retaliate. I don't believe in being mean to people. I will never understand why people are cruel. We are all human. What's the point of knocking each other down when... I think when people do that, it, it's just showing their own insecurities. And mm-hmm. I f- end up feeling badly for them. I don't get upset or mad. Yeah.
0: That's so powerful that you... Saw, again, you have a tremendous insight for... Eight, what are you, 18 now?
1: I'm 18. 18. Yeah.
0: Well, you, you and my dad have the same birthday. That's right. So Yeah.
1: I saw uh, him love uh, I know night. a few
0: people that have that birthday. It's a good day, October 16th. Um, you have tremendous insight because... That is I used to not realize that until I don't know just a few years ago people that are people that are retaliating or that are acting out towards other people there's something going on with them internally
1: exactly it's not
0: about you it's not about the subject that they're that they're mm-hmm. trying to inflict some kind of pain on whether it's physical emotional or mental whatever it is it's what's going on inside of those oh, yeah. people it's- you almost want to just you want to give that person a hug
1: it's a say, them it's okay. problem. It's a total them problem, and
0: but that's important that most kids don't realize, that, especially yeah. now nowadays with the Facebook and how mean people could be. Right? I'm sure like people sending text messages or, or direct messages on Facebook or posting things about people. I assume it's terrible with what goes on with the high school kids at times.
1: It's it is horrible. Like the things I hear and the things I've had to watch, like break like, my what's heart. What's an example?
0: Give us an example that that we.
1: Like, like, like territorial issues, like girls getting mad at their best friend because over a boy, it's like, can't you see the bigger picture? Like, can't you can't you realize that in a year, you're gonna look back and be like, what the fuck was I doing? Like, I hate myself. Why was I being mean to my best friend at the time over some dude? Right.
0: The dude's off with his friends now. A year later, doing his own thing. He has, doesn't talk she to. She doesn't anymore. remember and who I, you are. And now you lost a friend too. You lost your close friend because of it.
1: Exactly. I've like, been through that exact situation. Congratulations. Right? Congratulations. Yeah.
0: Now that's interesting. Yeah, it's uh, <clears throat> to me that's a uh, to me that's one of the biggest the biggest points is that people that are that are rude, mean, nasty, they're going through stuff. They're going through some... Right. They're going through heartache. They don't know how to handle it. So they want somebody else to feel their pain. They're trying to deflect that pain onto you.
1: And that's why I was so into emotional intelligence and and just the whole concept of empathy. Because if you can't... If you haven't been through things and you can't feel for that person, then you're going to retaliate and act mad and be sad and ponder why they've been so poor... Like they've treated you so poorly when in reality it's it's internal it's it's their problem it's their life we have no idea what's going on in other people's lives and they're acting out on you that way because that's all they know that's all that's how they're coping with the situation so for
0: you the way you handled it was just I, let it bounce let it I, deflo- let it bounce off kill
1: you. them with kindness yeah i was just always so sweet if they ever talked shit about me or did said anything bad i knew it wasn't true and as long as i know it's not true i don't care who thinks that if if someone will believe a rumor before even meeting me or before even meeting any yeah. person mm-hmm. i think that they're not worth that i'm not giving them a shot
0: So how did it end up going with you? Did you end up eventually making like some real good solid friends here or
1: were Um, you kind of
0: just playing in in the middle?
1: I had friends on and off. Uh I really, I've been working retail jobs and jobs in restaurants since I was a freshman. So I did meet a lot of older friends who I still am best friends with. My absolute best friend, her name is Amanda. She's 24. Wow. But she is like my sister. We talk every day.
0: Mm -hmm. Is she from here? She is her from
1: head? here. She's mm-hmm. from Cleveland. Um, she is a realtor.
0: Okay.
1: I actually did my senior project with her in real estate. So oh, I was nice. with her like every day for a month. It was so fun. And I like love her to death. And we are always on the same page. And it's crazy because that's what taught me that age is just a number.
0: Mhm. It is. It really is. And, and and so you've always been a little ahead of your years, it sounds like. Yeah, I'm you, the youngest of you to four. The, You're the youngest, yeah. And three older brothers, right? Yeah,
1: only boys.
0: Damn, that's how you have that thick skin. They were oh, picking yeah. on you your whole life. Oh, you're like, yeah. You're like, this is nothing. My brothers did a lot worse. I right? had like four yeah.
1: dads. Like. <laughs>
0: that's true. Yeah. What do they think about you going out to California?
1: They are so stoked. Um, They're so happy for me. One of my brothers is actually coming down to San Diego to move me in because he's so excited.
0: Yeah, it's that's, that's a good excuse to get away. Oh, yeah, yeah. They've
1: known it's been my dream since I was a little girl.
0: Uh oh! And she's never coming back, folks. I know. She's
1: never- <laughs> Adios, ciao. Sorry,
0: sorry, mom. Sorry, Mama Hester. <laughs> she's she's gone. Yeah. She's got that smile. She's gone. What what about you're in a relationship, right?
1: I am.
0: So that gets a little tricky. It does the long distance thing. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm not a huge distance fan because mm-hmm. of I'm such a lover. Like my love language is feel, touch, and I I don't know how that would work, because I've done long distance between Cleveland and Ohio State, which is two hours, but this is just a whole new level. Oh, this is
0: insane. It's cross-country. This is going to be very hard, very challenging. Are you guys going to try to stay together, or are you going to just play it by ear and see how it goes? I
1: think we're going to play it by ear. I don't like setting anything in stone. The Mm -hmm. worst, The one thing I never like to do is cut ties with people on poor terms. I always like to be on good terms with people, even before I sleep at night because life is so un- unpredictable. I'm lucky to wake up every morning happy and healthy.
0: Totally,
1: so totally. if I wasn't to do that and I went to bed in a fight with even my mom, I, I won't have it. I don't do that.
0: You you explain that. Explain If you have a fight with your mom. If
1: I get in an argument with my mom, my best friend, my boyfriend... I can't I couldn't go to bed at night before clearing the air and, ah, okay. and making good terms because I don't know what's gonna happen we never tomorrow's
0: not guaranteed is tomorrow, basically what you're yeah saying. tomorrow's yeah.
1: not guaranteed
0: yeah and God forbid something happens to somebody that you love
1: exactly
0: how do you move on with yourself right exactly you'd rather it almost happened to you God forbid but yeah then you have to deal with being in a that's got to be the worst. You hear about that all the time, too.
1: All the time. People
0: that like love each other to death, and then they get into a silly fight, and then the other person goes out of town on a trip, or drives to the corner and never comes home because they get in a car accident, exactly. or just horrific things. And those people have to live with that that guilt of oh the last the last time I talked to them, we were that was it. It was negative. It was it was hostile.
1: Terrible, and, yeah, and that's, that's why horrible. I also don't understand why people are so cruel to each other. Mm-hmm. Because like well,
0: people don't take take life. Uh, they don't understand the value of life. No, most people don't appreciate truly appreciate the day to day little little blessings in life. As simple as you drinking the little Lacroix,
1: Lacroix, uh, La <laughs> however
0: you say that the French thing. And, and look at this monster energy. I mean, it's little things, like, like, right? Because there's so many people that will never taste those, never. never have that access to them, and and we're busy worried about stupid shit What all I'm going to wear out tonight? Right. Like, what am I going to wear? Some people are I got to go to the car wash. Like just silly things that you start getting stressed out about that mean nothing right. in in life. Mean nothing. It's crazy. It's crazy.
1: One like philosophy that I love to live by is never ever make plans because it, life is so unpredictable. Yeah, if you make yeah. plans, they they stress you out. mm
0: mm-hmm. Mhm. You can plan all you want, they say. Plan, 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 but but, God's got other plans for you. Exactly.
1: So, <laughs> exactly. You could have
0: all the plans in the world. Hey, I have plans to go out to dinner this weekend, but what if I get sick or what if one of my kids gets sick?
1: Or what if I Guess really what? don't want to go? Right. I don't want to cancel yeah. and say I don't want to.
0: That's true. You just never know. You never know. Yeah. So, you're about to venture out into one of the most exciting points in your life. hmm She's leaving us, everyone. She's leaving <laughs> that good old Midwest. Come don't on. You don't want to change your mind? You can go to Kent State. Uh, maybe University of Akron, Cleveland State.
1: It's tempting, <laughs> but... pleading the fifth. <laughs> tempting, but I am pleading the
0: fifth. Uh, so, San Diego, you're about to venture out into such an exciting point in your life, right? I mean the wings are going to spread. You want to spread your wings and fly.
1: Exactly. You're going to,
0: again, when you're going off to college at 18 years old, at least I didn't realize, I didn't realize like how lucky I was for this moment of the next four or five years, whatever it is, to just go and live and do and be and, and, and figure it all out, try to figure yourself out. And, and the world's your oyster. I mean, I know it's like a cliche thing, but it you is. can do anything you want to do. 100%. And right now with the social, are you doing stuff with like social media? Are you trying to grow your profile? Are you still private? What are you doing?
1: I am, I'm not private. I'm public on okay. social media because whoever wants to see my things. You got to check her it. out,
0: everybody. Check her out. What do you have? Like three or 4,000 followers? Yeah, around there. She'll have like 300,000 <laughs> in a few years. Get her now. <laughs> Get her now.
1: Um I'll remember you when I'm famous. Thank
0: you. Please, you'll have to just go rewind, go back to this podcast episode. Oh yeah, I remember that guy. That's right.
1: But I am trying to grow my profile. I love being behind the camera and modeling.
0: You like being like in front of the camera, or actually taking the pictures. You like you you like being being the subject. Exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly.
1: I I just think it's like art, and it's so fun. It's It's beautiful to capture a moment. so I'm trying to grow my profile, but I don't try and make social media the number one priority in my life, just because of how fake it can sure. get. Mm-hmm. It does. Well, it is. It's, yeah, it's
0: a big facade for ninety nine percent of it. Exactly. Yeah, but it is powerful too. It's it is It's a powerful tool, and it's powerful because you have you have an opportunity to to influence people, and especially with the philosophy background. Again, back to that when you said philosophy. I know a lot of people are thinking like old school, like what are you going to do with that? Who are you, Aristotle over here? What are you going to do with – but I'm thinking like influential and I'm thinking about like poetry and writing and and being able to touch people and like life coaching and those kind of traveling and becoming worldly and diversified, more diversified. And as you're growing in influence and touching people, I'm thinking philosophy could be – ridiculously powerful.
1: Exactly. And I think I'm honestly just going to tell some white lies to appeal people and say I'm going into entrepreneurship, but I'm going to do what I want when it comes down (laughs) to Just because
0: you're tired of talking about it. I'm tired of talking about it. I'm
1: tired of rebuttals. I'm tired of people giving me reasons. It's my life. Let me do what I want if it feels right. I am a huge believer and I don't know this yet because I've not lived long enough to know, but... I think money, money will come if you if you want it. Law of attraction. If you want something, if you believe in something, it'll come. Right. And there's so many ways to. It's not easy, obviously, but there's so many ways to make money, and I will figure it out.
0: One hundred percent. One hundred. If you're driven, you got good work ethic. You're a good person. Good positive thinking. Be able to dream and go after those dreams, set goals for yourself, all those kind of things. The only one that can stop you is you. Exactly. And that's that's the beautiful thing about it. So the the world's your oyster. You're going to go out to San Diego. Um, where do you see yourself going from there? If you could look into your crystal ball, ideally, what happens when you graduate in the next four years and beyond? What happens?
1: I. I'm not huge into materialistic things. All I want in life is to live on an island, maybe in the Caribbean, or somewhere tropical. I love water. It's my favorite earth element. I am obsessed with water. It's like a water fetish. But um uh. like if I could be a mermaid, uh. I I would any day. Right. But I love that type of stuff. I could live in a shack, but if it's with people I love and... you
0: like the minimalistic lifestyle? I do. You do, yeah.
1: Don't get me wrong. I have worked in retail for years. I love clothes. I don't believe in saving money at my age because
0: it's you not, don't... It doesn't I don't, matter. Right, yeah.
1: when I could die tomorrow, why, why shouldn't I buy what you? I want? At
0: 18 years old? Yeah, I mean, that's crazy.
1: It's crazy. Yeah. So, really, I just... I'm not huge into materialistic things or or having a lot of them all over, um, quantity or quality over quantity. Right. And that's all I want. So I just want to be somewhere peaceful somewhere
0: where you where... can, where you can look out over an ocean exactly. every day if you want to. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, she's definitely not coming back. Right. <laughs> You ain't coming back I just want to keep, keep going further
1: and further. Ever since I moved yeah. one time, it's just I crave, like, moving. So you wouldn't
0: mind living in a different country, basically?
1: No, not at all. Costa Rica. Italy. Italy. Greece.
0: Wow. You're talking about really going across the pond. Oh, right?
1: yeah. I want to experience it all. I mean, we don't take advantage I'd of... I'd love to
0: go to Thailand. Oh, yeah. Phuket. Oh, it's... There's so many places in this world. So many. There's so much. That's the cool thing about social media, too, is that now you see what's out there. Fifteen years ago, I didn't know it was out there. Right. Even ten years ago. Now you get to see it all.
1: And it it's makes you want diff- it even more. It makes more. you want it.
0: It makes you realize, wow, this world is so gigantic. There's so much opportunity. And you only have one life to live. Right. Driving around South Euclid or Beachwood or and is not going to cut it for the it, rest of eternity. It, it really
1: doesn't get me going. <laughs> like, it just does not. I appreciate every moment of it. The metro parks. I was just in Chicago mm-hmm. visiting family before I go off to school. And I came back and I was like, wow, like, it, it really is green here. The trees just, like, bloom in a different way. And everything is beautiful. And I would never take where I am for granted but there is just so much I want to see.
0: What keeps you up uh, late at night? What keeps you up? What do you worry about?
1: I'm not a huge overthinker, worrier. But if I said I never worried, that I'd be lying. Um, I grew up with a family who struggled financially. So that's always been something that I I'm uneasy with is not being stable financially because I, it's, it's not like money's everything in the world, but it enables you to do so many things that are just amazing. And I've watched my family go through really hard times because of it and fights because, of money, and I know I'm not homeless, and it could be a million, million times worse, but there's been hard times, and it creates problems and fights, and it's just yeah, hard to be around.
0: It is well. That's the number one, the number one thing that people fight about, right? In marriage and life, is money, finances. It's expensive. Yeah. To raise a family, especially, oh four, yeah, four kids. Your parents, four. That's crazy. I mean, yeah. we have. Th- I mean, it's it's very expensive.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So. At the end of the at the end of the cycle it's like uh, where's the, all the by the time they're done with you your brother your brother your brother right. you know it's like where's the money at because you have all these other responsibilities trust me finances are very very challenging so yeah,
1: if you if you love your life once you have kids you gotta sacrifice which kids are a gift a blessing but you got to sacrifice things in your life that you loved for another life do you want kids? As of right now, and people shun me because of this answer. But no, I don't want to get married, and I don't want kids. Really? Really?
0: Wow, you were such a good babysitter.
1: <laughs> I know. I love other people's kids. <laughs> love. I love babies. You babysat so
0: many kids; they've they've uh, they've scarred you. It's <laughs>
1: not even that. It's just kind of more the way I was raised. My uh-huh. my brothers actually have a different dad.
0: Oh okay. so okay.
1: my mom was married and had my three brothers got a divorce, married my dad and had me. I did live with my brothers my whole life. We are so close, like closer than most siblings. Mm-hmm. So that really doesn't separate us. I just kind of have like a stepdad uncle type person okay. in my life, which is cool, but
0: yeah, just I the, the, you, what we're... you were just saying that that uh, it wasn't the kids. Babysitting, you like babysitting everyone else's kids. Yeah, it kids wasn't the
1: kids; it was more, it was more just the
0: way you were brought the up. The
1: family dynamic, exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's interesting. You know what? That might change. But if it doesn't change, I give you all the respect in the world mm-hmm. to know there's nothing worse than somebody that has kids and then doesn't want them. Right.
1: Right. I think I think marriage and kids are a beautiful thing, but I also think they're it's getting married and have it's a sacrifice it is. it is a sacrifice and not not always in a bad way and i don't mean that in like a negative connotation i just mean it's a sacrifice as in you're caring and loving someone else just as much as you care and love for yourself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i'm not self-centered i don't only care about myself however i'm a very eccentric and weird and Type a little of, gypsy. Yeah, a little I'm a little gypsy, gypsy person, and all I want to do is travel and go meet. And I don't like having someone by my side trying to tell me what to do, how to dress. Uh-oh, guys. Yeah, I Uh-oh. just...
0: Uh-oh, fellas.
1: <laughs> I just like I like to do me, and if you like that, come along. If you don't, I don't want to hear it. Yeah,
0: it sounds like you're going to be seeing a lot of places in the world before it's all said and done, right?
1: Uh, that's the goal. That's the
0: goal. That's the ultimate goal. Mm-hmm. If you can map out the next 10 years, which is hard, the ultimate goal, it sounds like your number one goal is to travel. Oh, see, yeah. See the world.
1: Mm-hmm. I was then, thinking. And then end
0: up on like a little island somewhere.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Doing philosophy. Right. Eating grapes. Cheese and grapes.
1: Wearing a coconut bra, surfing. Yeah,
0: exactly. There's no clothes <laughs> needed. Just kind of just going out and doing your thing. And... Exactly. Well, I'm excited for you. I think it's an amazing opportunity. I think it's great that you're actually doing it and pulling the trigger and doing what you uh, always wanted to do because it's probably not easy. I mean, mm-hmm. people probably, oh, there she goes. She's 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 heading out. But, you know, you probably had a lot of – you have a boyfriend. You have your family, your brothers, your mom, your dad, your friends. Your... It's not easy to just pick up and say goodbye to
1: everybody. I know. Yeah. I I really – Obviously, I'm attached to people like family, and but I don't get attached to things easily because I think once you're attached to things and you f- rely on them, they could leave your life at any moment, mm-hmm. and that's what creates sadness and depression, and if I don't get attached to anything, I almost feel like I could never get upset.
0: That sounds like a, a defense mechanism there. That's like a major, that's like a defense thing that you do, for sure. Yeah. For sure.
1: Yeah, 100%. Because you
0: don't want to end up getting hurt. Exactly. And that probably comes from your upbringing. Yeah. Right.
1: But in and, the long makes, run... I
0: understand what you're... In the long run, yeah, it makes sense. Um, there's also on the flip side of that too is that is that will you ever fully open yourself up?
1: I am like the most open, loving person. I'll tell anyone anything I will... If I connect with you, you're my best friend in five minutes. Right. But I just don't – it's not almost like I don't hold on to things. It's like I don't get sad when I leave or when I have to leave people or Mm -hmm. when I have to leave something behind. Or if I lost my phone, I wouldn't cry about it because it's just like it's gone. It's it's over and done with. What am I going to do? I got to move on and love – What happened in the past and appreciate it, but I gotta move on.
0: Right, but you've been in serious relationships, like you said, pretty much since you came here. Mm -hmm. So you've been fully open and you allowed yourself to fall, you know, to love and to be loved and all those kind of things. You're just like, hey, I'm (laughs) I'm gonna go out and experience my life and I'm gonna be a free spirit for a while.
1: Exactly, I'm a huge lover. That's great, such a lover. But I just believe in You you can love and fall in love with so way more than one person just watch the bachelorette Right there, you go.
0: They've <laughs> got they've got know. like
1: fifteen to choose from. Yeah, that's right, and
0: they all they fall in love with like three of them. Right so there, you go. It's, it's Who proven. Gets the it's final, proven, rose. You know, and, and you see how well those relationships work out.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, I'm like I said. I'm I'm stoked for you. I can't wait to see what happens in the future. We will be following your every single move. Don't forget about us, little people here. Oh,
1: Don't I won't. Don't forget about us.
0: I- Tell us where we could uh, reach you on social media. You know what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to come back in a couple of years, like two summers from now. And give us a little update.
1: Oh, yeah. 100%. We'll have
0: have millions of listeners by that time.
1: I'll be back. Millions. Millions. The Optimal Life is going to go viral.
0: After this episode, it sure will. Where do people reach you on social?
1: So my main source of social media, I don't really have a Facebook, but I do have an Instagram, which is my name, Leah underscore Hester, or Leah dot Hester, I'm sorry.
0: We'll link it. So just, just just click on the link. She doesn't even know her own uh, her own <laughs> handle. She just knows it's growing, that's all. <laughs> I just like
1: pictures. So. Yeah,
0: exactly. So yeah, keep well, doing the pic- you gonna do the pictures out there for San Diego? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Good I'm, content.
1: I'm gonna try and reach out to some modeling agencies because I just love how models get to travel. I know it's not the easiest, best lifestyle, but I think yeah. it's I think it's cool. It's something that I would like to experience. If it's for me, it's for me. If it's not, it's not.
0: That's beautiful. Leah Hester, everybody. Check her out. Follow along longer journey. We're so excited for you. Thanks for coming on. Thanks. Appreciate it.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: We'll see you soon.